Hello, welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and the TikTok. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator, and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is winter skin blues. Welcome back. Um, today is January 19th, 2022, which is a very special day because this is officially our one year birthday. Woo! Um, happy birthday to us. And also mm-hmm. happy birthday to our um, Lord and Savior, Dolly Parton. Happy birthday, yes. Dolly. We love you. It felt so special when we realized the day of the birth of this podcast happened to also be Dolly Parton's birthday. It felt like the all the stars of all the blonde hair aligned and gave birth to us. So. Oh, yes. Love that. It was the omen to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lauren, I got to tell you, I am over Kim Kardashian and Pete. I am so over it. Okay. So I know that our, our listeners are too. I've asked on several polls and no <laughs> one's about it. And the only person that's here for it. And I just feel like this is the thing that Kim has always needed in her life. Like she needs someone to balance her out. Like, keep keep her young, essentially. Make her laugh. She's so uptight. This is good for her. See, I think it's totally trying to, like, one-up her sisters. I think it's, like, because Courtney is, like, all over media with Travis. And then Kylie, or Travis Barker. And then Kylie, mm-hmm. you know, Kylie's got her own thing. I think she's just trying to, like, deter attention away from Kanye's possible cult and trying mm-hmm. to, like, one-up her sisters with who she's dating. And I love okay. that I love that Kanye is just like on the internet just vocalizing all of this. Movie. Oh yeah, it's a hot mess. But okay, so that I I totally am with you on that. That could be true, but also um Sorry, I just lost my entire train of thought. Do you not hate when that happens? I mean, try doing it in front of a class full of students and you're just like, okay, well, I can't remember what I was going to say. So I'm just going to sit here until I remember. And um, what I'm going to say is I can't believe he went on social (laughs) media talking about how he wasn't allowed to his daughter's birthday party. Uh, Kanye oh talking about and then Kylie Kylie let him in and he outed her. You know, Kim was pissed about that. He is going to that's why I'm glad she's with Pete because he is going to drive her. He they have been their whole relationship is psychotic. Like they have been friends for so long. You know, Kanye gets into people's minds, gets to know them. He knows the biggest way to mess her up is to mess with her reputation. And the way he is spinning this entire situation about how people are trying to keep black dads away from their children in America is wrong. It's stupid. He's being hurtful to her. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just, it's, it's terrible. And he's, we all know he's, he's mentally ill. Yeah. She's trying to keep the mentally unstable father Mm -hmm. away from the children. Yeah. Did you ever watch his Joe Rogan interview? 
It's fascinating. No, I have not. But please um, speed me up on it because I never will. I don't like oh, watching that guy. Sure. But I want to hear about I, the, the I watched all three hours of it because I just oh I was fascinated. Thank you for doing the Lord's I, work. <laughs> it is essentially and we've talked about it before, but it's at first you could tell he didn't really want to talk until Joe Rogan kind of was like, I'm like, he kind of gave him the message of like, I'm not here to question what you have to say or argue with you. I kind of just want to hear what you have to say. And it's like, Uh he opened the floodgates and he went on and on about, um, you know, the reason he is friends with president Trump is because he wants to be president. It's not, it has nothing to do with Trump as a person. It's because that's what he wants. And he wants to be Uh leader of the free world. He wants to start his church. He wants to, you know, all of the cult leader things, all of Uh the cult leader things. He talks about how, when his mom died, and that's essentially when he had, like, his mental break, they put him on antidepressants, and he didn't like it. And he mm-hmm. went off the antidepressants, and, I mean, essentially, that's what we're seeing now, is a is a mentally ill person. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. I mean, we are emo lovers, so I just feel like the emo resurgence, it's coming. It's, it's here. I'm predicting it. I'm manifesting it. Um, so I kind of think, you know, Kim always being on trend is, mm. is definitely here for that as well. I think this is the future. These, these I, skinny, these skinny men. These, these skinny white <laughs> tattooed they, they men. They all wore Foot Locker shirts when they proposed. So. Yes. These, these skinny white tattooed men. This is what we're seeing. Yeah, I mean. They're dark feelings. Maybe Kim's just doing like the divorcee thing where you just try and date like the complete opposite of what you've been with or yeah. what you have dated. I think, I think they're an interesting match. Do I think they're going to be together forever? Maybe not. If they no. did, I mean, maybe. But I think this is good for her. And, um, Can you imagine def- Pete as your stepdad? Oh my gosh, that would be so fun. But Kanye's already putting verses in about um, wanting to kick Pete's ass. And apparently um, Pete thinks it's hilarious. And um, I can just see him laughing about it. He's just a cool guy. You can tell he, I just, I just feel like he listens to women and he's got a good sense of humor. I totally get the Pete Davidson fascination. And I think Ariana Grande set him up for success. That was like her angel kiss to him. Like, sorry, we have to end, but I'm going to put a good word out for you. And Mm -hmm. I think there's something about when a man is not completely attractive looks wise, but he gets a hot girl and then everyone starts being like, wait, what? Like, you know, and she, yeah, like, so she did that for him. So yeah. cool. He probably <laughs> just does the shit that this is what Aaron did to me, which is like, I've never experienced this before in my life, which he was just fucking nice to me and just listened. Yeah. And, and I was like, what is happening? What is happening? But he's we like, don't want that all the time. I say that to Trevor all the time. I'm like, you are just so good to me. But I didn't want that when I was 23. I, like, I, I, I was ooh. like, what is happening? Like he so I used to take the tri rail. I lived in um, like the West Palm Beach area and he lived in Fort Lauderdale. So I would take like the train um, and he would wait with me at the train station till the train came. And I was like, I just imagine you would just drop me off and be like, all right, bye later days. Yeah. Like he oh. was just, and that's probably what Pete is doing. He's probably just nice to her and fucking listens. And sometimes that's all we need. 
all we need. Yeah, and you know, Kim is making a lot of changes in her life, and people like to hate on Kim and are like, oh, she's like famous for no talent, like blah, blah, blah. But like, think about it. If she can get divorced from Kanye, she has Kim in her life. She's going to become a lawyer. She has a man that is like nurturing her and empowering her and making her feel like the goddess that she should be. She could rise to the top and help a lot of people. So I'm here for it. I like to support people. So it is what it is. If you want to say like, she came from a stupid sex tape and here she is now, at least she's trying to do something good with herself all right i'll allow it that is a good argument i'll accept yeah and you can talk all the other shit about her body and stuff too (laughs) that's your prerogative you know what i mean but at the end of the day we don't have to like she's there's worse humans out there that's all i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. like people just get annoyed because the kardashians are in your face all the time but i'm like um there are really bad people out there that are really famous chris brown r kelly I can hear you like you. gritting your teeth through it. I know. <laughs> I know. I I remember when that whole Chris Brown Rihanna when the police report came out. Yes. And and like I w- I remember I was talking to my students about it and they're like, "No, she used to hit him too." And I was like, "It's all bad. It's all it is. bad. It's all bad. Yes. That was a toxic relationship on both parts. It was bad." Yes, I- I was saying to Trevor the other day that I think a lot of people don't realize when they're young that um, sometimes you find yourself in a situation where people will push you to a limit. And even if Brianna was hitting him, you it's toxic once someone is pushing you there. They are toxic mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people will take you there. That you might realize that you can have crazy reactions to things that you didn't know you were triggered by or the way someone would treat you in an insane way, you know, but they shouldn't be pushing you there in the first place. Right. They shouldn't be putting you like your back up against a wall, like cornering you. Yeah. And in your face and saying, you won't hit me or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that can totally be why that happened. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know. So don't, um, don't be quick to judge, especially because Chris Brown now has a complete track record of multiple women. He has done this to, including pictures of paparazzi finding him with his hands around a girl's neck at one of his parties. Like, he is constantly known for hitting women, and I hate how good his music is. But why is he still around? Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh... it's in broad daylight. It like blows my mind. He's a psycho. Yeah. He's dangerous. He really is dangerous. He's that classic, like really good looking guy, and he knows he's good looking and he knows he's talented, so he just he does what he wants. I mean, who is he going to murder? Because he is our generation Mm. of Whitney Houston's um, husband, Bobby Brown. He really is. Like, who is he going to leech onto that's the next budding star and he's just going to take her down? It's happening. Do you remember their reality show? Yes. Oh, my God. And it was, like, towards the end of Whitney Houston's life where she was probably pretty high in her drug addiction. Listen, if we're, if anybody is listening that is way younger than us in like their 20s, if you ever want to go on like YouTube and go down the rabbit hole of like 90s reality TV, we have some epic things on recording like Whitney Houston and Anna Nicole Smith, like towards oh, the yeah. end of their life when they are spiraling and all the seasons of the real world, the original. Yeah. So go check that out. Go check that out too. But like we recorded some crazy stuff. Yeah. For some reason, Anna, Anna Nicole and Whitney, I forgot both of them as they were like towards the end of their life, spiraling mm-hmm. out of control. They gave them a reality show and put that on television. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is a really good time to um, keep this energy going though and segue into Brittany choosing violence. Today. Oh my. See the wall. Oh my God. Yes. God. This 
this is well warranted. I I think that I think Jamie Lynn Spears is in a very awkward time in her life. She unfortunately has had very weird timing of having to grow up, having a kid young, being in a toxic family. But I don't think she knows she's in a toxic family yet. Mm-hmm. Like our brains don't really mature until 25. And I'm sure when you have a child young, you're just kind of in another place. And I don't I think that what's happening right now, she's starting to unravel that like shit, like my sister wasn't the problem, mm-hmm. you know, like it's starting to be painted for her. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay. So part of me gets really sad watching it because, um, I don't like to see sisters fight like, you know, as a sister and being so close to my sister, it makes me really sad when that relationship is broken. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's such a beautiful, positive thing when it's there. And it, mm-hmm. Jamie is a lot younger than her too. Like she was a yes. kid when Brittany was like adulthood and, yes. and it, it's just, I think maybe there's just too much distance between them. And as far as like age and career that maybe they just don't have the bond, like a traditional sister bond. I could see that. I also think that I think they can repair their relationship in the future because like you're saying, she's very young. There's Mm -hmm. time for this. I think because she was young and a little bit innocent and naive and grew up a different way. I think she probably was a brat when she was little. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't seen the Instagram post, Brittany basically put out a four before like little carousel post today and she was saying what a brat her sister was and she came home after her breakup with Justin Timberlake and she was upset and no one seemed to care about her and her sister was just being so rude and at this time her sister was like 16 with a tv show and she's like how did you get a tv show I wonder why where is you know like and just another time where her family kind of like made her feel like dirt and um she basically was saying that Jamie Lynn needs to back off and understand her place in the family. She said something else at the end. Am I missing something? Um, well, the whole thing is like, they've been going back and forth publicly. They, they have. I'm yeah. sure. You, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Don't start there. If you are not up to date on yeah. the drama, but look up because you can find it. I like to follow, um, not skinny, but not fat. That's one of my favorite mm-hmm. accounts. And, um, she posts a lot if you want to like catch up on there or actually look at Britney's Instagram. But it has been very interesting because gotta, Jamie's putting out a book. Yeah. I got to tell you, I am here for the naked Britney pictures that she keeps posting of herself, though. Britney being naked, posting naked pictures of herself on her Instagram, putting little hearts over her nipples. I just feel like she's feeling herself. She's finding Mm -hmm. herself. She's basically doing a middle finger to everybody that told her she couldn't do these things. Like, do I think she's making great choices? No, but she's making her own choices. And I support Mm -hmm. that. And she's not hurting anybody. And I'm here for the evolution. And we will continue to talk about this entire saga on (laughs) every episode we do of the podcast because it is going to be a long road ahead of us. But I am just really – I'm talking about it because I'm proud of her. It may seem like negative energy, but I just – I think it's awesome that she's standing on her own two feet. And I love how we all kind of know Brittany as someone that puts out a lot of loving energy in the world. But right now – 
she is showing you that you need a balance. You cannot just be all love and light. You need to stand up for yourself. And Queen is doing it. And I'm taking some of that energy with me because I can be a pushover too in my life and pe let people walk all over me. So I'm inspired by it. I was just going to say, when I think of Britney Spears, I think of love and light. Those two things together is like mm. what I think of with Britney. I think of Britney being like love and light. And I think about mm -hmm. her always seeing, always referencing like God and being in the church when she was little and like really holding on to those things and like the red rose and all of that. But I think we're seeing the, the, the rose has thorns, you know? The yes. Rose has thorns. I, I, now I'm thinking like the heart on fire. She is mm. passionate and she is letting that out. I, this is awesome. That's so funny. Um, okay. So do you have something new you want to tell us about a new discovery? I do. I wrote a blog post about it. So please check it out. I have a new foundation brush that I am loving. It looks like a little paintbrush. And it's about $7 on Amazon. Um, I really like it because it takes up a huge surface area of the face. Um, the more that I play around with makeup, the more I notice that just like painting a wall, it's like the less strokes the better. And you want to make sure when you're applying liquid foundation that you're going in all the same direction. And the best direction to go is usually downward on the skin. So this little paintbrush allows you to just take like simple strokes on like left side of the face, right side of the face, forehead, and then down the center of the nose. And then you can kind of like blend out from there. It is also killer if you get a good cat eye going because it's the perfect um, shape to just make that crisp corner mm -hmm. slay mm -hmm. stabby section with the, uh, with the foundation. That well, makes sense. I'm watching yeah. the reel that you posted of it right now. Like as you talk about it and you demonstrate, like if you do the cat eye or you want to make more of a cat shape with your eye, you can pull it along that line. Mm -hmm. I just, I have to tell you, I'm really intimidated by it. I'm really intimidated. It is a big brush. And I just feel like it's, I feel like it's too big. I feel like it's too big. I, I felt the same way. I only bought it because I just thought it was interesting. And I was like, even if it sucks, I feel like sometimes I'll buy little things just for the podcast or just to make some content on Instagram, try something out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But um, I have been pleasantly surprised. I've been using it for about two months now. It's my new go-to brush. It makes life so easy, especially put some of um, the Misha and the Eavesdrop on the back of your hand. Hit it, just pat it with that paintbrush. Pat it on the parts of your face, like your cheek, your left cheek, right cheek, top of your forehead, and then your chin, and just like go to town. It's really, really nice. I promise you. And on top of it, um, we will definitely talk a lot more this year about taking care of the chest and the neck. It's also nice, too, as we get a little bit older, um, I'm kind of exploring more like foundation on that area or just like dewy body makeup. And this is a really, really good brush for like getting some body bronzer right there mm -hmm. or just some like luminizer um, if you're wearing kind of like a more low cut shirt and you're trying to just, you know, look a little fancy. Yeah, that's so to me, that's what it looks like. It looks like what they use on like the decollete, like what I see makeup artists use on that decollete area just to do like the luminizer, bronzer, um, moisturizer. I mean, any of that. I mean, everything does look better with like a little bit of a sheen moisturizer glow to it. Mm -hmm. Looks it looks like healthy skin. Ooh, I can actually tell you why. 
scientifically. Should we? Oh, should we? Here's Kelsey's little science corner. So that youthful glow is associated with when we are younger and we have a higher cell turnover. So our skin cells um, life cycle is a lot shorter. So you see newer skin earlier and that new skin reflects light. And so that's what that youthful glow is, is seeing like not as old dead skin cells reflecting mm-hmm. light. And as we age, our cell turnover slows down. So dead skin cells stay on the surface longer and they become dull and don't reflect as much light. So that's why we get that dull appearance as we mature. So it that youthful glow is actually, it's science. It's a reflection of light on our baby skin it cells. It is. You are right. And that was a beautiful description that I would never be able to pull off. And But I want to further it that you are inspiring me that we should do an entire episode on highlighter because in my 30s, I did take some time a few months ago to kind of try a bunch of different highlighters because I, I really wasn't liking how my makeup was turning out with that a lot of bronzer look. I'm really fair too. Um, so I went to like a cream bronzer that helps or now I just don't wear bronzer at all. Really like blush, but I was like, it's the highlight. If I add more glow to the right places and then matte down the rest of my face, like that makes more of an effect with the makeup that's like nice to look at than just doing what's mainstream, you know what I mean? And like contouring and doing this. So um, I did a lot of research and I do think not all highlighters are created equal and you powders can show up more in the sunlight and make you look like you're wearing makeup. But if you stay to like glossy or creamy sheens, it looks just like your skin and it is chef's kiss. Okay. So I would love for you to do that because I will put on highlighter and be like, I don't even know if this is doing anything. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm putting it in the right spot. Like, I don't know if that's even a good idea. Like, what am I even doing here? So whole highlighter episode, do it. I'm here for it. Give us all of it. Give us options. Give us technique. All of it. If you did a contour episode, you need to do a highlighter episode. Yeah, we did. I was going to say we do have a contour episode. So go check that out. Yeah, I would love that because I really was doing a lot of research. And I, I don't think that it's something that everybody explains, but there is an art to it. And when you get it right, it's really right. I don't know if you've noticed lately in my makeup for my Mm -hmm. reels that I've been putting up, but like the skin highlight has been just looking very natural, angelic, and that is put there on purpose. Oh, there's a technique to it. There is because really how you want to do makeup that can stay all day is you kind of just want to like get the whole face down to like a, a blank canvas, you know, and like mattify it and all that. And um, then you want to strategically place the highlight where you need it. And that's how to successfully do like dewy skin, not a whole freaking foundation that is like <laughs> dewy skin. And then it's all over your face and then you're a disco ball. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's appropriate, but not like, not like your whole base, you know? Not all the time. Disco disco balls are appropriate certain times, but not all the time. Oh, my God. I had a girl a few weeks ago show me a picture that was so funny. We were talking about um, the Ilia Foundation, which the Ilia Foundation is a serum foundation. Um, the, a lot of people are the, liking it. Go the ahead. SPF? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. you're using it too, I, right? I had it. I got rid of it. I hated it. But go on. Okay, okay, okay. So some people I know like talk really good about it. I just keep my mouth shut. Um, I have. I will say I I think that it is a decent 
makeup to use if you're running a quick errand and you just kind of like want your face hydrated. But she showed me a picture because we were talking about it. And she was like, oh my God, I look so oily and so crazy. And she, like everybody else in the picture, like had normal faces. And she just looked like this grease ball that it almost like deformed the features of her face because the way the light was like reflecting off of it. She was so shiny and greasy. I had a problem with it. It ha- it has like um it was just like a matte feeling that then Ooh. broke into an oil like as it wore. It was so weird, so bizarre. So what we're talking about, it's called the Ilia Serum Skin Tint and it's an SPF, a high SPF. Ilia is one of those brands that markets themselves as clean. So we all kind of know how we feel about that. Um, but it's supposed to be like a lightweight tinted. It comes in all these colors. So you're supposed to be able to find your color and then also get that SPF protection as well. Um, I would not rely on it. Um, you should never rely on makeup as your sole SPF just because you're not applying enough of it to truly cover you. But I, you know, I bought it for that purpose of like what we use like the Misha BB cream for, or I use the Purito BB cream, which is like just to throw on something real fast. But it, it's just not, it's really expensive and it's just not a good time. Yeah, that's why I haven't really tried it because I'm like, the price is turning me off. If it was like 25 bucks, I probably would have picked up a bottle, but I think it's like 46, right? It's, it's, in, it's, around it's in the 40s. Yeah. And yeah. so I was looking at is like a skincare, like a, a skincare product purchase versus a makeup purchase, but mm. it just, it wasn't, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah. So there you go. You have some reviews. I've heard maybe, really, I haven't heard anybody sit. I heard one person, one person is like, we'll, we'll stand by it to the death. And there's somebody that I think would review something well, but I, yeah, everybody else I've talked to kind of the same thing. Yeah. Speaking, I, yeah. Um, speaking of the Misha and Purito BB cream, I did do a K beauty haul. Um, I got it from the website style Vana. They were having like a 70% off new year's sale. Um, it did take a little while to get here, but I got some, um, I got, two sunscreens one by misha one by biore which i have not tried yet i got the misha compact the cushion foundation which i had used before but it was in too dark of a color so i got the right color um and i love the cushion um because it it comes with its sponge you just pat a little on move on with your day super nice and um, it almost feels like it's a little bit lighter, the cushion, than the traditional Misha's. Like, I can just control only putting it very lightly on. And then I've also used... Okay, the- can you walk me through the cushion really quick? Because I went down a rabbit hole of cushions. I'm trying to find a brand right now that was new to me, K-Beauty, to ask if you knew it. But I, I have questions with the cushion. Okay, so is there a applicator inside the cushion or do you press your fingers on the cushion and then press your fingers to your face? So, you know, in traditional powder foundations where you have the powder foundation and you lift it up and there's a little like sponge underneath uh-huh. or a puff. So it's like that. The cushion mm-hmm. is in one compartment. You lift up that container and there's going to be a little flat puff that you can then put your fingers in and then dip it into the cushion and then pat it onto the skin. Okay. Now. And then you reuse that puff over and over. Yes. Now, some people will stick their brush directly in there and some people will stick their beauty blender directly in there and some people will stick their fingers directly in there. 
I mean, okay. I know how you feel about all of that. Oh, so- no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I know this is a personal use product. Yes. And yeah, like, I trust you will keep your hands clean. Do I think it's the best for everybody, especially if you maybe have problems washing your hands? Some people just do. Just, you know, like, just yeah. trying to help you out. There's different options. But yeah, no, I'm just curious. So, okay, so I like the idea of the brush. So then do you do you press it to your skin or do you move the um, applicator uh, upwards or downwards? So I will apply by pressing it into the skin, kind of dabbing it into the areas that I want it. And then mm-hmm. I kind of swipe with the pad. Okay, cool. If you want, yeah, I was I'll, just curious. I will film a whole reel for you, demonstrating you, how I use I the cushion. I love that. And they always, your reels where you give information always get so many views. And you know, I love that. And I love to see it. Hashtag engagement. It's awesome. Yes, oh, please oh, do it. I. So, okay, speaking of getting a lot of views, so I, um, if anyone follows my personal Instagram, I posted a picture of um, my students, we are learning advanced waxing this week. So one of the things we're learning is Brazilians. So a lot of waxing is learning to be able to work with the wax. So it's like any medium like paint or makeup or any of that where there's little tricks to it that you just learn the more you work with it. So I have them kind of just work on paper first just to get the feeling for it. So mm-hmm. one of my students, she drew like eight sets of vaginas, essentially. And I had all my students sitting at the vaginas waxing them. So it's just you walk in and you see all these like drawn vaginas. Well, one of my students posted a TikTok about it and she went Ooh. viral. She got 12,000 views. <laughs> she got 12,000 views. That. So funny. TikTok is so funny. The people that go viral over TikTok. But yeah, she went viral over her waxing a, a drawn out paper vagina. So it was funny. Yeah, I'm starting to find my joy in TikTok. I mean, learning to moderate and not spending too much time on it. And there's, the, I like it. There's some fun in it. TikTok is funny. My favorite are the accounts of girls who are our age that do like flashbacks to the stupid shit we did in high school or like just, you know, the funny stuff like that. Yeah. Um, PSA to the younger crowd. I do think that you will regret crying so much on social media and videos in the future. <laughs> like I get being in your feels and I love all the mental health awareness, but sometimes I'm like, uh, oh no, like... Yeah, I I mean, I, it it's going to be interesting to see the younger generation what happens to them when cuz they have their whole life documented online. I don't have nice good things to say. That scares me. They're going to be traumatized. Oh gosh. Okay, so the the brand of K-Beauty that I had never heard of and I wanted to see if you heard of and they have a really pretty cushion is called Catkin. It's C A T K I N. No, but it's sounds- But it helps Would it help if I send you the link right now to your phone? I mean, I'm just going to Google it. Okay, because I just want you to see how pretty the um, cushion is. Well, I'll tell you, a catkin is a type of flower uh, that has no petals, and it's pollinated in the wind, and it's very interesting looking. So don't just Google catkin. Google catkin makeup. 
Oh, wow. I thought you were doing all of this out of your brain and no. you just knew all about Catkin. Wow. And, uh, this is the most beautiful cushion. Okay. So, right? This, okay. That's why I'm like, we need to talk about it right now. All right. Let me describe it to everyone. So, it's a compact, it looks like on your grandmother's vanity that you're not allowed to touch, and it's her fancy mm-hmm. Chanel compact. And your grandma was a geisha. And your grandma was a geisha. It is a beautiful, like, dark teal with, um, what is that, like a crane or a yeah. some sort of... Sw- and That's then there's- why you, when you were explaining the flower with no petals, I was looking at the crane and I was like, wait, is this the flower with no petals? And then I'm like, oh my God, we're not even on the same page, literally. We're not even on the same it, page. It <laughs> might even be like a phoenix or something. There's some cherry mm-hmm. blossoms. Like it is, one, It's and it's gold. It is the most beautiful mm-hmm. thing. So, okay. So the cushion is sitting on top and then there's a little tab or the like applicator is sitting on top and then there's a little tab you would open up that then opens up to the cushion. Yeah, and I so see that now. You have okay, to keep yeah. that tab closed or the cushion will dry out. Okay. And a so lot- your lifeline with this cushion would be about three months, three yeah, to six? Three to six okay. months. You don't get a lot of product with these. And so a lot of times, and especially you see this in like Shiseido and like the Asian beauty brands, they sell cushion mm-hmm. refills. So you don't have to buy the mm-hmm. whole compact again. And like that beautiful catkin compact would be a compact that I would want to keep forever because it's beautiful. Yeah. Did you see the ingredients? Are you on the Amazon version of it? No, I'm on the actual website, but I can look at the ingredients. Okay, yeah, they had, um, you know how they like highlight the key ingredients. So mm-hmm. golden seaweed extract, um, phytosterols. Okay, so phyto, anytime you say phyto, that just means plants. So mm-hmm. to me, this just looks like it's got some nice anti-inflammatory um, antioxidant ingredients in it. So, exactly, which once again is why K-Beauty kills it for acne skin mm-hmm. because, yes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, generally with K-Beauty, you're going to get some um, you're going to get some nice um, anti-inflammatory ingredients, so calming, um, nourishing ingredients, and those are always going to be anti-aging. Keeping your skin calm and nourished is a great way to prevent um, quicker aging. Mm-hmm. So, it says that it is inspired by the Cantonese embroidered screens. That's what it looks like. It looks like those like screen dividers. That you would yes. that, yeah, yeah, that are always, uh, like, I, I want one of those one day. That is, like, something I will have in my forever house. Yeah. Yeah, these, okay. yeah so, so that is why I was asking you in depth about these cushions, because I will say, you're right, the first couple times you brought them up, I was like, you know, they're not even that sanitary, so, like, I don't need one. But when I saw this, this yeah. certain cushion, the way it looked, the way Kelsey is describing it, I was like... Maybe I could use one. I want to learn more. It's really pretty. Yeah. Will you post a picture of this so people who just listen to us describe this for 10 minutes can actually go to our Instagram and see a picture and understand why we're kind of gushing over this? Because it yes. it looks like it's Dior, Chanel. Like, it is beautiful. It is it really truly is. beautiful. It's um $25, which it, it, I thought was a little pricey, but I'm like, hey, I would do it if I knew it was worth it. And it has... um. 1,122 views, like four-star reviews. Um, I also love numbers, so like 1122. Just feel really good about those numbers. So, my, yeah. What is my student <laughs> – my one student told me that like 11 is the angel number or it's like angel number. It is. I started my workout today at 1111. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was good. like, let's get to it. This is it. Angel numbers, baby. Good. Yes. So, mm-hmm. on the Catkin website, it looks like mm-hmm. it retails for twenty three ninety nine. So, that $25 seems like it's 
it, you're not being upcharged. Okay, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Um, okay. Last thing I want to talk about, um, is television because, okay, I had COVID everyone. I had COVID. So mm-hmm. I watched, I watched a lot of television. Um, I am one of those people that, um, when two weeks ago you felt like everyone around you was sick. Well, yeah, I got it. I have avoided COVID this whole time and I, it got me. So I watched mm-hmm. a lot of TV. So I watched the new season of Queer Eye. Do you watch Queer Eye? I do not watch it religiously, okay. but I have in the past. So okay. I'm up to date who, on who they are. Okay. Well, so I watched the new season of that, which is always like a feel-good show. And they do one episode where they go to a lady where she has an animal sanctuary. So she take, she calls them extra needs. So they are like special needs animals. And then mm-hmm. she has special needs children come and do animal therapy with her special needs animals. And oh I just gosh. like first 10 minutes sobbing, sobbing. Has, yeah. Yeah. Just it was. But it's I mean, she, if anyone deserves. So they gave her like a barn for her animals, like all this good stuff. Like if anyone they just they find these people that, you know, it's such an emotional, uplifting show. I mean, even my husband watches it with me and he's like, Karamo's the best. And I was like, I know Karamo's the best. He really gets you. And like, I feel like I learn things like that I need to do for myself and how to talk to myself nicer. Like it was such a good feel good show. Yeah. Yeah. They really always find inspiring stories. I mean, talk about such important work that is so out of the box, you mm-hmm. know, but wow, she's really creating what a, a, a safe environment for so many things. I know. Mm-hmm. It started with her son has autism and mm-hmm. they got a dog and she saw the things in her son that the dog was able to bring out of him, which is like a mm-hmm. classic story you hear all the time mm-hmm. of, um, you know, special needs people just like blossoming around animals. And that is what inspired her to do this. And I was like, God, she's out here doing the Lord's work. She really is. That is such a beautiful thing. Energy is so powerful. And I feel like that's what people um, share when yeah. things like that happen. Um, And she had three mm-hmm. potbelly pigs inside her home. Oh! And with little dog beds, little dog beds, little, oh. and they just look like little cranky men in their dog beds. Like, so cute. So cute. Okay. Okay. That sounds awesome. That's so cute. I um, love that. Um, And then season two of Cheer came on. Did you watch the first season? I did. Okay. Um, is it? It's not all the same people. It is. The same it people? is, and it's real weird, and it's not that good. Okay, so do mm-hmm. you remember the one guy Jerry had that scandal because he was Dude. soliciting minors? Yes. Okay, so they get the minors. And hold on, we were all rooting for Jerry. We Let me just get that out. Yeah. yeah. Insert and Tyra. To find that out was yeah. just like devastating. Like he was gone to me immediately. I know. Insert the Tyra screaming, we were all rooting for you. (laughs) Yes. He had, he was on the red carpet. Like he had a full career and they have the two, um, their twin boys um, on the, like interviewed because why they are filming that scandal breaks. And they, um, he clearly knew that they were 12, 13 years old. Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, they looked 18, they didn't tell me their age kind of thing. It was uh-huh. like, how old are you? I'm 12. Okay, let's develop a relationship. Yeah, so, I heard that. Yeah. So um, it it was 
it was really interesting to see, but a lot of it was the same people, but it was weird because half of them are famous now. And then halfway through the show, like COVID happened. So then it picks up like a year later and like Jerry's being indicted. And like, it was real. It's not the same magic that it season one. Yeah. Was. That just sounds like too much that I don't want to be involved in. Life's mm-hmm. already hard enough. I don't need their problems. They have to grow up. Like, mm-hmm. ew. <laughs> And then the last thing I was watching is Witcher. Do you watch Witcher on Netflix? I I don't, but I'm intrigued by this show. I haven't been watching much TV lately. Sometimes I like take breaks and I like kind of isolate a little more in a positive way, like do more crafts. And I mm-hmm. feel like I'm doing that right now, which means I'll have a lot of TV to catch up on once I start watching TV again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I was on the couch for five days with COVID. No, so, I get it. But yeah. I'm saying I'm adding Witcher to that mental note of like things I need to watch when I like have, like when I sit down. Witcher is, so um, it follows a guy who is a Witcher, which essentially they're like monster hunters. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, so it's definitely like, fantasy like there's witches and dwarves and dragons and you know but it follows the main guy witcher is the guy who plays superman henry cal calville or whatever Mm -hmm. um but what i like about it is he is like so annoyed all like uh, the shit he like he's always like oh god like he's just like like it's not like a classic superhero like you love this guy it's like he's just like he does what he has to do because he knows he has to do it but he's just like annoyed about it i just (laughs) i just relate i relate Mm -hmm. yeah 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 (laughs) i relate to that so Mm -hmm. um i think that's all i have to talk about do you have anything else to talk about before we get into topic no i think i'm good So today's topic is winter skin. And this is actually something that was inspired from last year when we started our podcast. It was um, something that my sister had asked me about. She was struggling with some dry winter skin. And then by the time we were going to record it, it was like April. So winter skin didn't really exist anymore. So this has kind of been on hold for a little while. But I know Lauren and I live in the South, but we grew up in Maryland, so we definitely know the effects of winter skin. So I will say this week, though, we had like a weird cold front. So I was experiencing the winter skin blues and I was like, wow, this is good for the episode. (laughs) You know, okay, I'm going to tell you a fun fact about South Florida. When we get um, to a certain coldness, there is a iguana falling alert. Because the iguanas freeze and will fall out of the trees. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we get on iguana um, alerts. And, you and have to, what should you do for the iguanas? Do you, you just leave, you just them, leave them It just until okay. they warm up again. And then they come back and they're mm-hmm. okay? Yes. Aw, okay. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> so we are on an iguana fall alert right now. You have to watch out for wow. falling iguanas falling out of the trees because they're so cold. How cute. I love that. <laughs> They're big. I don't know if you've ever seen the iguanas we have down no, here. No, I, I imagine they are bigger. Yeah. yeah. They're 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 yeah. like two, three feet. They're big boys. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so winter skin is really rough. Um, during the winter, your skin loses a lot of its natural moisture because a lot of the moisture in the air is gone. 
Um, during winter, we want to take care of all of the skin, not just the face. And our focus really wants to be on nourishment. So what started this was the question my sister had asked me was actually for her hands. Her hands were very dry. And my sister is a nurse, so she's washing her hands a lot. We're all washing our hands a lot um, with COVID. And also, um, just when you wash your hands a lot, whether it's winter or not, they get really dry and cracked. And I think our hands are one of those things we forget to take care of, like our feet, and our hands, but we really need to take care of them because they take care of us. So the best thing I have found for hands is the O'Keefe's hand cream, but it's the purple one. It's called a nighttime recovery and I'll post it. And this one, you put it on your hands at night before you go to bed. And when you wake up, your hands are healed. So O'Keefe's hand cream has been around for a long time, but I have never had the results like I have with the purple one, their overnight cream. So do it just overnight before you go to bed. I know a lot of people don't like the feeling of lotion on their hands, so just do it before you go to bed, and I swear your hands are healed the next day. Kelsey, have you ever tried those gloves? Like, remember it was a big thing a few years ago. I feel like it was all of our moms from Bath and Body Works. There was like a set Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you put this lotion on and then you wear these gloves to bed and you wake up with fresh hands. Have you tried that? So I've done the feet ones Uh because I, where you put your, your, like this lotion on your feet and then you put these like aloe socks on. Ooh, and then yeah, your feet are really soft. That's the other thing uh-huh. is like when I'm in bed, right before I go to bed, I put on hand cream and I put it on my feet as well. Mm-hmm. I think these are things we forget to take care of. Yeah, I should start doing that. Have you ever um had a paraffin wax on your hands? Um, Yeah, we that's like something we do in aesthetics. We teach it and we do it. And I used to do it in spas, like in the luxury spas. And we've got paraffin wax at my school. And yeah, I'm quite yeah, familiar I, with paraffin. I love them. Um, That was probably like my favorite day of hair school was the paraffin day. And I got to be a model and I've never felt my hands so soft, so happy and like ready to move around. So if you are a person who has um, dry cracked hands or if you even have like arthritis and stuff, you should see if your local spa has a paraffin wax treatment. Yeah. A lot of nail salons have paraffin hand and feet treatment. So paraffin is like, it almost feels like the, um, when you melt a candle and then you dip your finger in the melted wax and then it kind of hardens on your finger. It, it <laughs> essentially feels like that. And they have like different types of paraffin. And so it's going to be sort of a liquidy. And usually it's in a bag that then you stick your hand in this bag and the paraffin sort of hardens around your hand. And it is that kind of soft, waxy consistency. You let it sit on the skin for maybe like 10 or so minutes. And then when you remove your skin, it's just like so nourished and moisturized. It feels really, really nice. So you get that um, heat therapy from the it being warm, but also that moisturizing therapy. I used to do this um, facial at the five-star spa I worked at where I would put paraffin on people's feet at the beginning of the facial and then I would do the facial and then I would remove the paraffin off the feet and then finish the facial. So it was like their face was real nice and their feet were real nice. Yeah. I was always, I was always jealous of those people. That's such a nice treatment. I was going to say it truly is such a lovely service. Like when I was watching it, I was like, there's no way that this can be good. And I've never felt anything like it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Paraffin, paraffin's a lot of fun. We sometimes Mm -hmm. do treat yourself Thursdays. 
on yeah. at school. So sometimes I have the students and me and we do treat ourselves Thursdays where we do things for our hands or our feet where we take care of. And so we'll do like a scrub and a mask on our hands. And then we've done paraffin before too. It's nice. Oh, fun. Yeah. Paraffin, paraffin is a good one for winter skin. I didn't even think about that, but having that yeah, it just heat came and that my moisture. Mind, but that's- yeah, that's the beauty of the conversation, you know. It's the beauty of the podcast, you know. Yes. <laughs> so the next thing is um, in your shower, in your bath, um, really incorporating body oils or bath oils. Um, my favorite is Dr. Teal's makes bath oils. So it's um, they have ones that either it's like a bubble bath you can add directly to your bath or it's like a true oil that you can rub onto the skin um, immediately when you get out of the shower. So oils are the way I had this described to me when I was early in my aesthetics career is like you're so just like we need food, water and shelter, your skin does too. And so food for the skin is oil. You're it's really going to fill in all the cracks. It's really going to nourish the skin, repair the skin. It's almost like lubricant for our joints is what it is for the skin. And so your skin, don't be scared of oil. For so long, we were taught like oil-free, oil-free, oil-free. But Mm -hmm. oils for the face and body can really give you that extra nourishment that you need for the skin. So um, you can either buy pre-made, you know, body oils, or you can just buy um, jojoba oil, squalane oil, or rosehip oil, and any of those for the face or body. When you use face oils, there's really no wrong way to use it. You can either use it under your moisturizer, over your moisturizer. You can do a couple drops mixed in with your moisturizer, kind of whatever works for you. Yeah, I love what you're saying about the Dr. Teal's um, body oils. Mm -hmm. To be honest, I am super sensitive to anything with like a lot of fragrance. And I just thought the oil versions of the product had more fragrance in them or was for that type of person that wants them. But it makes sense that the oil in the water would be really nice if maybe a bath dehydrates your skin or just to have something nourish you. Yeah. The way I use the Dr. Teal's body oils is I'll do just like a capful in my bath. And I Mm -hmm. feel like your skin is just like so nourished after a bath. Um, I do, you do have to make sure you scrub your tub afterwards because it is is slippery and you don't want your husband to fall. So just be mindful of that. Um, so when we think about skincare, um, something that I think is foreign concept to a lot of people is having a skincare wardrobe. So just like you have to change your clothes in different environments, you need to change your skincare. So in the winter time, this is when you want to be utilizing your rich creams. So um, the brand La Roche-Posay, which you can get at Target, CVS, it's a really accessible brand. It's a French brand. They have something called the Sika Balm. And Sika is that ingredient we see a lot in K-Beauty. It's that Centella ingredient, or sometimes it's called um, uh, tiger grass. And I always equate it with the color green. Is yes. it always green? Well, okay, it's a, the, it's, okay. A, it's a grass. So it, okay, it's okay. Um, a okay. lot of times they it's green because um, we know green. Like we kind of think of green to calm down red. 
So yes. yeah, but it, it is a grass, so it is green. And then okay. um, in my K Beauty haul, I just got this Purito brand Dermide Sika Barrier Sleeping Pack. So I have been using this for a week now, and I've used it a couple different ways, and I super recommend this. I mean, K-Beauty for the win always, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I have used this as a sleeping mask, so I've applied it over my moisturizer. I've used it instead of my moisturizer, and I love it. It's so nice. It is like – it's less of a gel and more of a creamy consistency, but it just feels really, really nice on the skin. So I do have a reel of that one that I was waiting to talk about this, and and so I'll be posting that soon. Oh, good, because this this product is definitely getting, like, more of a cult following recently, and uh, I've been really curious about it. So, yes, please post that. I would love to see how you use it. For sure. I bought it because I wanted to try a new sleeping mask. Uh Um, So And And we will eventually do an episode on sleeping masks, too. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And it's also part of our 20 uh, lazy lazy beauty hacks. Um, Mm -hmm. So our 20th episode, we did 20 lazy beauty hacks, and sleeping masks was one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you feel you're already using a rich moisturizer and you're still battling really dry skin, try incorporating a nourishing toner or serum. Um, we did a whole toner episode, um, but I do want to call out two of them. One of them is the Paula's Choice Calming Toner. And then the other one would be the COSRX, their propolis line. So they have both a toner and an ampule, which that's just another word for a serum. Um, And Lauren, you have used both of these products, correct? Well, it wouldn't be an episode of Beauty Guides if we didn't have some fun technical difficulties. (laughs) So Lauren, you've used the COSRX propolis toner and serum, right? How did you feel about that? I really liked it. Um, yeah, it was a really nice silky texture. Uh, it was a really nice base under my serums. And I like it because you can kind of like add it to your skincare or just take it away when you don't need it anymore. It's not um, it's not crucial, but it's a really nice thing to add in. Yeah. And the nice thing about adding in like the Cosrx serum or toner is you don't have to worry about it negatively interacting with anything else you have going on. So if you Mm -hmm. are using some actives or anything like that, this is just kind of something you can use on your off day or incorporate it into your routine. And you you really don't have to worry about negative reactions with things like this. Um, So the next thing I would recommend for skincare is doing peeling gels instead of your scrubs or your acids. So instead of your traditional exfoliants that are scrubbing or maybe your AHA acids, I would look into peeling gels. So there are so many peeling gels out there. We've actually talked about these before. Um, I have used the Peter Thomas Roth one. That's really what introduced me into peeling gel. Peeling gels are enzymes that it's a gel. And as you rub against the skin, the enzymes kind of ball up and then they're going to ball up all the dead skin on the surface of the skin. Lauren has one that she loves, which is the Sex Appeal. Tell us about that one, Lauren. Yeah, so that is by Sonia Rosselli, who is a makeup artist that makes her own products out of, um, she's based in Chicago, but she uses a lot of K-beauty influences in her products, and one of them is the Sex Appeal. Um, This one is a spray. You can literally use it all over your entire body. I also use it for pedicures, um, just a really nice skin prep and weekly exfoliation. I also wanted to shout out um, a K-beauty brand called Secret Key. 
They make one that is a lemon and sparkling water carbonated um, peeling gel. Mm. So it works the same way. It's K-Beauty. And it's only about $15. But it's in um, a bottle, um, much like the K-Beauty ones that you've shown me, Kelsey, where you just kind of like squeeze it out under Mm -hmm. your fingers and then rub it into the skin. And then it starts um, balling up. Yeah, you may also see this listed as a gommage, which is like the French term. Um, It essentially just means an enzyme that's going to ball up on itself. These are really nice ways to remove um, dead skin without um, doing any damage to your skin. So just removing any like texture. This is actually my preferred method of exfoliation because I am so sensitive that Mm -hmm. I know I can do this and not feel red, irritated or anything like that for the rest of the day. Yeah, and you want to talk about um, a good way to get your partner into skincare with you. <laughs> Trev, just because there is a fun effect to this and you can see what's happening, like, they will get into that. Trevor thinks it's really cool, and he even says sometimes, like, can we do skincare tonight? So just you can make it a thing, and you can start your exfoliation with that and then end it with a good face mask. For sure. And I will say peeling gel is um, – so when I had covid I was not taking the best care of my skin that so sometimes in the morning I would wake up and do a peeling gel just to remove any residual dead dull skin anything left on my skin and my skin you know I didn't have to worry about if I went out to walk the dog or being in the sun like you would have to with traditional exfoliants there was no irritation to my skin but it left it really really soft. That is such a great point. I am so glad to hear you say that. Um, I have a really hard time, like, during my cycle. I have a issue called PMDD where I just get really down and it's hard for me to, like, kind of function. It's, like, a really bad depressive episode, but it only lasts, like, three or four days. But I really neglect my skincare then. So I have a bunch of little hacks that help me to at least, like, maintain, you know, like, micellar water is super easy. But the biggest thing I love is after a couple of days of maybe not treating my skin the best is using these peeling gels. And I like feel, you know, we always joke like the snake shedding its skin, but I really feel like a whole new woman is like born after that happens. And it's so fun. But that is the first thing that I reach for where I'm like, all right, self-care, baby, we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I had been posting about these, the Ulta, whenever Ulta has sales, I like to kind of post about what I recommend and what I don't recommend. They did have the Peter Thomas Roth one on sale, but Mm -hmm. seeing how affordable K-Beauty makes these from anywhere from 15 to 20 bucks, I will never pay full price for that Peter Thomas Roth one. It's like 40 something dollars. Um, CauseRx makes one. You can get it off Amazon. We love CauseRx. Bliss makes one that you can get off Amazon as well. I mean, there's so many. Um, if you wanted to support us and buy the Sonia Rosselli one, we do have um, an affiliate. Do we have an affiliate link or a code? I don't. Yeah, we can put an affiliate link out there okay. too, so people can um, buy it directly from us. But the information that I've kind of gathered leads me to the conclusion. I mean, totally fact check me, but like this is a K beauty idea or concept originally. So I think it's kind of rude and funny that it seems like these American <laughs> brands took the concept and they charge three to four to even five times as much as a K beauty brand 
will charge. Uh-huh. And um, I've never used the really expensive ones, but I, I Kelsey, is there a difference? In no, the... absolutely not. No, okay. Absolutely not. Oh, gosh, yeah. Go K-Beauty. Yep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. There's no difference for those. Um, and so I'm I'm always going to default to K-Beauty with I mean uh, this stuff especially because this is a K-Beauty concept. So mm-hmm. I don't think you can go wrong with any of the K-Beauty brands. Um, I like to buy K-Beauty off of – there's a website called Yes Style, which they do a lot of sales, and then also Stylevana, um, as well as Amazon. But you always, always make sure that these things that you're buying, you see it says that they are an authorized dealer – um, mm-hmm. Just to make sure you're not getting like a third party, um, just to make sure you're getting the real thing. Yes. I also did a reel if you're on our Instagram and just looking through content that shows you on Amazon how to like click visit the store, like mm-hmm. the actual store, like where to find it, because that's going to give you the best result is mm-hmm. actually stop shopping from the CauseRx store. And it also helps you out with returns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the two more things, the next one is I would recommend taking a break on retinol. Um, I, um, feel that winter time is, um, you know, in aesthetics, we call it peel season because you're not getting that direct sun. So maybe take a break from your retinol or your alpha hydroxy acids. And maybe at this time, focus on really nourishing your skin and using anti-inflammatory ingredients and nourishing ingredients. Again, all of your K beauty ingredients, um, the K beauty serums and toners that they're all going to be really nice anti-inflammatory ingredients and, and just being nice to your skin at during this point instead of, you know, over exfoliating it or exfoliating it um, with acids or retinol during this time. And Kelsey, do you think that you could completely skip retinol or do you think it would also maybe be a good time to switch to Luna? Do you think that would be beneficial? Yeah, you could switch to Luna because Luna, um, so Luna by Sunday Riley has blue tansy in it, which is an Mm -hmm. oil. um, And it is a anti-inflammatory ingredient. So you could use, um, you could use Luna. I would just stay away from any of your stronger retinols. Um, Luna is a very, very gentle retinol. It's a beginner retinol. And that that's totally fine if you want to stay on Luna during the winter. But I would say anything prescription or anything anything stronger that you had to build up to, this might be a time to take a break on that. Cool. Um, and the last thing is you still need to wear your SPF every day. Even though the burning rays are not as strong, the um, aging rays are. And so Ooh. aging rays are how you're going to get long-term damage, which is damage you don't see right now, but you will see in 10 to 15 years. And so this is not a time to skip out on your SPF. And I mean, just we even know like people go skiing and they get sunburned. Like you can still mm-hmm. get sunburned just even though it's cold out. Mm-hmm. So those are my tips and tricks for winter skin. Awesome. Um, I wanted to bring in the topic of water creams. Um, one day we are going to do an entire episode on water creams. Um, they're amazing. They're so light. You can just keep applying them. There are no limits to them. Um, I feel like they are not hyped enough in the beauty scene, and I will always be here to scream about them. You mainly find them in K-Beauty, and once again, if you stray away from K-Beauty or if you get got by the luxury K-Beauty, beauty brands, you will spend way too much money on them. Um, you can find some really reasonable priced water creams for like 10 to $15 and you can use them at any time. And like the name, they are water-based 
and um, they're super light and they actually like blend into the skin and almost disappear unlike your heavier lotion creams. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I'm using a new one for me that is a cactus water cream. They're finding that cactus is a new big ingredient in skincare because of the way it retains moisture um, for the plant. So that's kind of fun to play around with. Um, Kelsey, I love that you are talking about using everything on the entire body. In my 30s, I'm trying to remember to focus a lot of my skincare down to my cleavage. Mm -hmm. um, And I really like the water creams for that as well. Um, So if you are dry, that's another great thing to add to your winter skincare. Yeah, for me at nighttime when I get out of the shower and I'm doing my facial skincare, I mean, that comes for me, that comes all the way down to my cleavage. But I know yeah. that I'm in the industry and so I I default to that. But really, um, they always say you can tell a woman's age by the back of her hands and by her decollete. And because those are where we tend to ignore um, putting protection and bringing our skincare down to. And that is kind of one of the first places we start to really notice like crepiness and lines and sunspots is the decollete. So um, really bring all of your creams, lotions, and potions, bring them all the way down. I like water creams. Um, I talked about a product in our mask knee episode when I had cystic mask knee. There's one by Dermalogica called um, Calm Water Gel, which mm-hmm. is a gel that as you apply to the skin, it breaks into a water. And oh. um, so... They feel lovely. So like yeah. it's also a fun effect. Yeah. yeah. That one is definitely pricey. It's definitely expensive. I don't think you need to spend the money on that one. I do get a discount on Dermalogica being a licensed professional. And mm-hmm. the benefit of that one, it is does have calming ingredients. specific. It's specifically for irritated skin. So that was really beneficial when I was struggling with mask knee and my skin was just on fire by the end of the day. However, anything that is that kind of gel cream texture will give you that same effect. And this again is what you're going to see really common in your K beauty brands. Yeah. And they always have really good nourishing ingredients. I also tried a cause RX, um, one that was, um, hydrating. They always are, but it had green tea in there and I keep a little tiny bit of this in my makeup kit and I always use it on, um, my clients that are usually on the more mature side and have rosacea and very pale skin. And I sit it on the cheek area and it just kind of like calms that redness down because a lot of times your eczema or not eczema, sorry, your rosacea has a little bit of texture by then if you're dry as well. Um, and just kind of smooths that out because makeup won't stick to it and it will help makeup stick longer because you're hydrating the area Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Water creams are actually what I default to in summer where I need something Mm -hmm. like a little bit lighter on my skin, but still nourishing. Yeah. And I think what you were saying earlier about the things that we learn in our industry about science and aging and aging is just such a fascinating topic to me that I will never stop being fascinated by, especially now that you and I are in the aging Mm -hmm. process. Um, that people kind of, in per usual in society, we get things a little wrong. So like when people think about themselves aging, they think of these very big grand things like your hair all going gray or like being all wrinkly. And it's really how you maintain these little things that are just good hygiene. Mm-hmm. And I think where some people think maybe you have to wear sexy young clothes or your hair has to be long and you have to get Botox and 
lip filler. No, like how about just if you're going to wear like a nice little shirt that's lower on the neckline, you just put some water cream on, you know, Mm -hmm. and moisturize like that will go very far for you. Because those are the little things that start breaking down first. Mm-hmm. Just moisturize that skin. That's all. Just give a little yes. love. Little yes. When love. in doubt, moisturize. It's better to be a little shiny than dry and crusty. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Kelsey, a lot of people's first thought when they start getting dry and flaky is to exfoliate. Um, so that our listeners exclusively have the tea, what are your thoughts on this? When you're dry, like, should you just start taking it off? Okay. This one hit me real hard because this was Ah. me before I started esthetician school. And actually, as I started esthetician school, I've always been dry and, um, you know, with texture, dry with texture, which is the flaky skin. Um, And so I thought I had to scrub my skin to get rid of the texture and to get rid of my dryness. And what I was actually doing is making myself more dry. And so then I Mm -hmm. felt like I had more texture. So I felt like I needed to scrub more and then produce more texture. And it becomes a vicious cycle. If you are dry and flaky, you need to nourish that skin. Stop scrubbing it. Stop trying to exfoliate it. You need to repair. You have something what's known as a compromised moisture barrier, which is essentially a wound in your skin. Your skin is now irritated and inflamed and you have, um, and your skin is part of your immune system too. So your immune system is not working like it should be. So this is when you need those like, um, the Sika repairing creams or the oils or things to really, really repair that moisture barrier. Think of it like a sunburn. And you really want to put those creams on the skin. So if you are dry and flaky, please stop exfoliating. You can do a little bit of the peeling gels like once a week. That's it. The rest of your focus should be on nourishment. Um, Kelsey, do you know something that I see a lot in my job is um, moms that sit in my chair and moms that take really good care of themselves. So they've put in maybe some work into like their skin and their face, but maybe they've overdone it on peel season or we're like stay in the sun a long time when they were younger and like now they're trying to make up for it and it's what you're talking about with that damaged moisture barrier the skin is so shiny there's actually like not any like living skin it's all like fresh raw skin and like makeup does not stay on it Mm -hmm. that is called um it's called glass skin but yes, but it's, it's not but it's not in the good way. It yes, is yes. it's essentially over exfoliated, very shiny tight skin. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a cautionary tale cuz I knew Kelsey would be able to explain it the right way, but yes, this is exactly it. Yeah, so this mm-hmm. is the moms that's probably using prescription retinol as well as getting chemical peels and and really just down no excess layers of dead skin. And what happens is we only have, your cells only have so long of a life cycle. They only divide so many times and then they die. So if you are burning through those cell life cycles by over exfoliating, you're not going to have any left. You're going to end up with, you know, so there is a limit to those things. So, and you also, by over exfoliating, you're more at risk for potential long-term damage. Like I was talking about from the sun, because again, your skin is your protection. It's like your coat, it's your umbrella. So there is a healthy level of exfoliation, but too much of a good thing is not a better thing. 
It's so true. And while the example that I'm using right now is about mature skin, there's also another time that I think a lot of people mess with their moisture barrier. And that is when they are teenagers and you can actually give yourself really bad acne, um, by ruining it. And I think a lot of us do that when we go to like cheap skincare, um, the apricot scrub by St. Mm-hmm. Eyes that always comes to mind. You And I did it um, too with the Clarisonic. Yeah. I messed up my skin so bad when the first Clarisonic came out. It was like when it first came into the industry, it was a hot thing. And I just went to town all the time and totally messed up my skin. And it was probably like a seven year journey back to this. And I mean, it's why I'm so passionate about skincare on top of makeup. Um, cause it really messed with my makeup as a personal makeup wear, wear like on that journey, but it, it, it was painful and it was embarrassing. And I get why people get self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's also why you and I preach K beauty so much and these anti-inflammatory ingredients and these really nourishing, mm-hmm. calming things, because if you have a if you fix your moisture barrier, a lot of your other skin concerns will diminish or balance themselves out. Oh my out. god, amen. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of what skin concerns are are due to a compromised moisture barrier. If you're too oily, if you're too dry, if you've got texture, if you've got acne, a lot of that comes down to a compromised moisture barrier. So taking time to really make sure you're nourishing your skin, giving it the food, the water, its shelter that it needs. Exfoliation is something we should be doing. And as we get older, we do it a little bit more. But again, once a week if you're dry, twice a week if you're oily. Mm-hmm. Balance, my good people. So I thought we could start a fun thing for 2022. And I thought we could talk about, instead of what made us happy, what we are grateful for. Because oh. I am going to start trying to practice gratitude this year. That is really what I, I want to practice. So last year, I tried to focus a lot on what made me happy because I, you know, it was a dark time. Pandemic is a dark mm-hmm. time. And so mm-hmm. this year, I decided I want to focus on things that I'm grateful for. So cool. you go first. Tell me what you're grateful for. Um, I know this is silly, but Misha, Misha? I just... Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You know, like sometimes my skin just fluctuates all month. Like if it's not a pimple problem, then it's like the skin under my, you know, it's just always a thing. And it's, I don't focus on that because there's much more beautiful things in life to be grateful for. But I love that I can always pull out Misha and she's going to balance out my skin. And I just look in the mirror and I'm like, let's slay the day, girlfriend. You got this. (laughs) You know, I personally feel really proud because I'm the one that introduced you to Misha's BB cream. And like, oh, don't think I don't think of you every single second I see the bottle when I suggest the bottle like it is always attached to you. It just feels really good to be able to recommend someone to the makeup artist like I recommended the makeup to the makeup. artist. It is definitely our love language. (laughs) (laughs) Product recommendations. (laughs) Well, so I'm great. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to do two things. Number one, I so I got an Amazon gift card for Christmas from my parents and I bought myself a skincare fridge and I don't use it for skincare I use it for um so I struggle with migraines and so I have my jade roller my gua sha and a couple ice packs in there because sometimes at night I wake up in the middle of the night in a lot of pain and you know I can always ask Aaron to go downstairs and grab me an ice pack or but sometimes I'm just even in too much pain to ask for that and so to have it in my room right next to me I'm just I'm I never wanted to spend the money on a skincare fridge because it seemed Uh you know it's not a necessary thing but Mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful to be able to have that now 
Um, yes, and it's also just like the perfect little size. It it really is. Do you have one? No, but I have been considering it because, you know, at first I got annoyed by the hype as always because yeah. I'm like, okay, they're hyping up for the wrong reasons. Like your shit does not have to be cold all the time. But I have those little face globes that yeah. I love. And I am a person that like, I'm starting to honor my truth about like, I am a night owl and I like to wake up slow as fuck in my bed and wake up like a Disney princess with my dogs and do my, you know, cold globes. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to have a little skincare, like fridge right next to me and not have to move I'm there for it (laughs) yeah I think come summer I'll probably keep some of my creams in there because I imagine that would feel really nice like can you imagine a cool water gel that'll feel so nice yes yeah even though like just to let everybody listening know like all of the stuff that was saying like why you need a skincare fridge like you don't need things scientifically to be cold but is it lovely sometimes absolutely you don't for the luxury yeah I mean I use a lot of cold to help with like my pain and my swelling and mm-hmm. I mean there is a benefit to um cold because it is a vasodilator so if you've got some mm-hmm. puffiness the cold will definitely help um but as far as your products needing to be cold they don't they have preservatives in them they are shelf stable they are fine as long as you're not leaving them in direct sun open or outside they are good to go however and they don't work better or worse for you if they, it's cold or not <laughs> they don't however mm-hmm. if you like the cold feeling of cold moisturizers I support you I 100% mm-hmm. do because I get it. I was also thinking about getting a, like a little space heater in my bathroom because I really struggle with showers when you like get out and it's so cold and like mm-hmm. this change in temperature. And I was like, can I fix this for myself? So I used maybe to- a, maybe a skincare fridge and a little space heater is good. Are good 22. Oh, how do you say this year? 2022 <laughs> presents for myself. <laughs> deuce, deuce, baby. I used to, all right, I'm going to give you guys a final cold weather hack. When I was in the shower, I would put either my clothes or my pajamas in the dryer. So as soon as I got out of the shower, I could put on warm clothes. Oh, I love that. I have a habit of running out of the shower and getting under the comforter. I don't care if I make the sheets wet. I just, I can't. I struggle with it. It's hard for me. We we have officially become iguanas and we can't hang when it gets cold. It's so true. I blame the South. I really, really do. I cannot handle any type of cold or wind. Ugh, it's bad. So funny. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're happy to have you. Um, and thank you. And we hope we helped you with your cold weather blues. If we will try to post everything that we talked about and try to remember everything that we talked about. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please let us know. You can email us. You can DM us. Um, all of our content we also put up on our website, which is beautyguidespodcast.com. Our email is beautyguidespodcast at gmail.com. We are on the TikTok. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Facebook. Wherever you are, you can probably find us. And we appreciate you guys listening. Bye. (laughs) You did a great job, by the way, Kelsey. That was a lot to remember. And you, like, always nail it. And adding on all that website stuff. I was like, okay, she's, like, not forgetting any of it. Beauty guides, beauty guides, beauty guides.